Good morning. Daf Kuf Omad Aleph. We made it through to the mission last time. Um, we discussed last time number one the the uh, thing of that uh, you say of the Ramban or sorry it was Rashba, um, but no Ramban who, who who initially brings up the idea that there's a chiluk when it comes to when it comes to mechitzas or being mavatzal mechitzas I should say the difference between Paris and mine. Right, that's what we discussed. Um, I did just see this morning the Er Sameach. Um, the Er Sameach says much the same in the Ram because the Ram is also much more like that that it's uh, brought in you know mechitzas nekores. Um, and he he says he actually says this thing about if it's Paris the Rabbin can just walk over it so therefore it's uh, although again it may not be mavatan on mechitzas pateras hilchas sort of mechitzas but in terms of hilchas rishus hayochid that the job of the mechitzas is to make it clear this is the rishus Rabbin, this is the rishus hayochid it doesn't do a very good job so he says much like much like the um, the magia puts on the Ramban. That it, Sort of the extra nakuda, which is probably makes it a little better than when we put it uh, on Friday. It's not just a din in Ishtamshus, it's got to be a din in Ishtamshus that it makes it clear, a clear demarcation from the re, the, the uh, Rishosar. Again, I don't know if, because the way he puts it is, the, the, the Raman puts it, that, um, you know, because water's not the Vatsamachitzes, Hayomari Peres, Vizarak Vizarak Potter. Because the peiris, I'm a ma'it, it's uh, it's uh, shir, and that's the way the the uh, the Arsameach understands it. That it's it's because um, you'll you'll note he didn't say it's mavatan lemechitzas. That that did occur to me. When I saw the Ram. He didn't say that that uh, well because the the ma'im is mavatan lemechitzas, which is actually the last of the Gemara. He said no. Sharei miyate hapeiris eshiro. Why, 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 did, why didn't the Rambam write because the, the Paris are Malatan and Mechitzas? The Tennis is because they're not Malatan and Mechitzas. Paris are not Malatan and Mechitzas. Why? Because you can move them. And the, the Rambam's the Ram already passing that in Hilchas Erevin as well. That's, that's where the Ursameach asks from. In Hilchas Erevin, the Rambam says quite, quite clearly for something which, is, which you can move. It's not Malatan and Mechitzas. So the Rambam had this problem. That's why the Rambam, I'm assuming it's where the Ursameach is coming from. It's not Malatan and Mechitzas. Sort of the mechitzas are still the etzem mitzad themselves are good mechitzas. The problem is that the shear of the burr is no longer ten by four, which means in terms of the rabbin, in terms of the uh, the uh, yeah sort of the people walking around there, they don't see it as a separate shear. And he, again, they go with this thing that uh, the Rambam says that literally they'll just walk on top of whereas water most people can't uh, walk on top of. Um, so yeah. And this, is where, this is where the Magad Mishnah brings, he says the water water he brings in the Rashba that it's to do with seeing. You can see the Mechitzas. Right? Whereas others, the Meiri, there's much more that water is something which you can put things into. So you've still got Ishtamshas. Because you can, you can play around, play around uh, with that. And that, that's the, the basic idea that Shabbos is slightly different from the others. The only other one that we were just going to uh, clarify and then I'll show move on to the next Mishnah was, the, um, was this uh, question of the Ramam um, and that was because the Gemara said, yeah, we've got a Bryson which supports this idea. The Bryson which supports this idea that Mayim is, is not Mavata Mechitzas. What was that? Because we learned that, we know that the Yam, the sea, is a, is a Carmelist. And if a person throws from the sea into a Rosh Hashanah, into an Estratio, or from the Rosh Hashanah into the sea, so therefore you're Potter. What happens if you've got a little enclave in the, in the sea, which is 10 deep and 4 by 4 wide? 
Obviously, it's filled with water, as is everything else. So Rabbi Shimon said, ah, oh, for that Yechayef. Ah, oh, for that Yechayef. So you see, oh, wait a second, but surely the water should fill it in. You see, obviously, water is not Mavata Right? So Rashi said, so where's the rise? From Rabbi Shimon. Right? From Rabbi Shimon. So the Rashba, the Ritfob, I'm just going to bring it out from the Rashba. It's quite a long piece, so I'll just sort of praise the main points of it. He says that, um, if I can find it here, but, um, yeah, the obvious question, which is, okay, very nice, you've got a riot from Rabbi Shimon, but um, you should ask the question from the Rabbon. Yeah, Rabbi Shimon against the Rabbon, and the Halak's not going to be like Rabbi Shimon anyway. So on the contrary, from the Rabbon, it's Mashmah, you would be high for throwing into that little enclave. So you see the water is Mavata Mechitzis, so what's your riot? So he says, there are those who explain that the Tanakhama Rabbi Shimon, they're not arguing about that. So Rabbi Shimon said Yechayev. Rabbi Shimon said Yechayev, and the Rabbon says Yechayev, which means why? Because the water is Mavatan Mechitzis. So it's not Rosh Hashayachit. So, um, so he says, there are those who explain, there are those who explain that, this is what I think we mentioned this on Friday, that, no, no, that's not the Machloikis Tanakhama Rabbi Shimon. Right? Yeah, true. Rabbi Shimon may say Chayv, the Rabbanon say Apotter. But why did the Rabbanon say Apotter? You see, you have to ask yourself the following question. Why don't we just talk about a normal case like we've been talking about now? Why are you talking about in the middle of the sea? Just talk about a case where you've got a pit in the middle of your, of your field, filled with water, and then have the Machloikis there. Elamai. Because everyone agrees in that case that you'd be Chayv. Even the Rabbanon would agree. Hence, that's why we don't mention that case. What's the, there's a slight twist in the case that if it's in the sea. Why? Because then, then there are bonum say, ha, you see, if it's in the middle of the sea, now this, this is where it comes out. Now, we could put this in two ways, but the way he starts off, this is what the Yeshmi Shapish and apparently the Raman would have said, and that is because since the sea is a Karmanis, so you can't create a, a Rishasayoth within a Karmanis. And supposedly that's what the Raman writes, right? He says, the Raman in Perak Yodalatalachovov writes, Bur Omek Asara, Barokha Barabol, You've got a pit, which is ten deep, four wide, becaminous and a caminous, dinocaminous. If you look at what the Ram actually writes, um Bursha Bakaraminus, Harihuka Karminus, Afibu Omuk Meo Amo, even if it's a hundred deep, in Aimboy Arbo, if it's not four wide. Yeah? Exactly. So that that's that, that's that's what we'll come to. Sort of after the whole discussion, then, as, as the basically the Rashba says, now I'll tell you the real Pashat like yesterday, right? But they obviously didn't have that Girsa. They had a Girsa in the Rama that a pit in the Karmanis, even if it's ten, 100 deep and it's four wide, doesn't matter, it's still a Karmanis, right? And the, the rival goes wild with it. The rival's here, he says, No, what are you talking about? But um, he says, Omar Brahm, he says, what, what made the Rama make this mistake? Right? It was a mistake, Hitoso. Is the price that we just read, we had in, in Shabbos over here on Daf Kuf. Because, you know, you've got Rabbi Shimon there. So he says, he thought, who saw that, that the fact that the Tanakhama argues, that implies that so he's going on all cases of Karmanis. But it's not really true. Because, and sort of, the, the, the rival writes, Velohi, He's only talking about a pit in the Yam, in the sea, not any Karmanis. Why? To kud a Yam Karmanisu. Because the whole sea is a Karmanis. Since you got the water all the way up to sort of the, the edge. But if you've got, like we said, a pit in the in the in a field, which is a Karmanis, right in the middle of a big carpet or something else, it's carpet's not a good example, but in the middle of a of a bicker. So of course that's a Rishayochit. 
Mishmaiti the Perek Choma Arvin, Nosne Bebur, Afin Omik Meir Amabuch Ayn Shom. For example, we have this again uh, in the first Perek. If a person puts a, um, puts, he's in a Karmelis, and the, the, um, the watch, his, his uh, Eruv is in the pit. Right? And the pit was however deep. Yes, we talked about the Malo Meir the Mata Meir and basically the Gemara understood initially they were talking about or the Gemara discusses the possibility of whether it's him and a Karmelis, and the pit is a Rosh Hashayopit. Hence, they're two different Rishiyas. And that's why you're going to have a problem, because Eidu, obviously, if you can't get it from where you are, then it's not much, not much use. Shvisoso, the Karmelis, and the Gemara talks about, is it, are both them a Karmelis, are they not? That's Veloyot. Um, he says, number two, he said, don't get any ideas of thinking, well, in that case, if you're on a ship in the sea, according to that, according to the Rambam, can't have Rosh Hashayoch in the middle of a Karmelis. So the ship is a Karmelis. In which case, um, I mean, certain things may still be awesome at the bottom, like, you know, being metal to David Amos, but it's... Uh, to take from the sea onto the ship, no problems. So you can go. I mean, when I say you can go fishing, obviously you can't do the catching part of it. But uh, for desalination, whatever, you can take, take the water out, throw it into the water, no problem. He says, no way. Don't get any ideas. Or if you've got a a rock jutting out of the of the uh, water, which is let's say ten high, four by four, which it will be if it's coming out of the water, don't get uh, any idea. Because according to the Raman, it would sound like well, that's a carmelis, right? That's, as I said, that's the way the Ravid understood. And the truth is, this is much, the, the, um, the Rashford quotes this, this Ramam and Ravid. He says, but, he, he asked from the Gemara Dafres, the one I just, just quoted, the one about the, putting the air of there, he says, you got that problem. Clearly, we're talking about a burn in, in, in a Karmelis, and we call it Teresh So quite clearly, it makes no difference whether the bar is an Akamalist or not. That's one problem. Um, so he says, well, that one we could get out of. We could just say, you know what, that's what going to Rabbi Shimon. In other words, it's, and he says, uh, it's, it's, it's all, all in the Tetev. The Bikit, so he doesn't, he doesn't want to say that. But he's, the truth is, at the end of it, the Ramam is basically, we, as I said, we could go through various problems, yeah, and he, um, he's got that, he's, he's, you know what, let's do, do, do it properly. He says there that you could say, okay, what's the problem? I don't just make sure the, the, the problem is clear. He's an Akamadis, you've got a bow there. And the Gemara talks about it being, ah, he's an Akamadis, the Erev is in a Rishasayochid, that's a problem, right? Why? But the bow wouldn't be a Rishasayochid, according to the Ramah. So he says, well, you know what, you could say that that is, that's Rabbi Shimon speaking. Right? Because remember, Rabbi Shimon, in other words, because if you play it through all the way, we're saying the Rabbonon disagree with, with the Rabbi Shimon. Only why? Because they say, why are you potter if you... If, because, because the, well, no, see, so he's saying that, no, that's what we're going to say, that the water's not Malat and the Machitas. Why do the Rabbonon disagree? Because they say it becomes a Karmelis. Rabbi Shimon says, no, it doesn't. It's a Rosh Hashayachit. They're not arguing about mine being Malat and Machitas. Yeah? That, 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 that they're, they're, they're not arguing about. Because otherwise, why didn't they argue in a normal pit in a, in a, uh, in a field? Elamai, it must be the, the Machalikis is just about this, this point, about whether you can have a Rosh Hashayach within a Karmelis. 
Rabbi Shimon holds you can, and the Rabbana holds you can't. She says, I've got a raya. We've got a mafrush and a daf Of course you can. She says, okay, that, that, that will be Rabbi Shimon. He said, the Rashi says, I can get out of it for the, for the, uh, for the Raman. Again, he doesn't, I don't think he likes it though. Um, he says, another problem is a Sukhi and Erevin where you've got a Sela Shabayon. Right? You've got a rock in the sea. These are all the things which the, the, uh, the Ravid says it would be impossible to say. You've got a, a Sela Shabayon sticking out of the sea. It's ten, ten high, four, four wide. It says, Mufurish there, you can't move from Lomitecho, Layon Benayom Lomitecho. Yeah? Um, again, I suppose theoretically you could say that's Rabbi Shimon speaking there, but he, he doesn't like he doesn't like that uh, that uh, sort of uh, idea. Um, but he says on that one we Sorry, could. Rabbi Shimon says one tradition about 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 Mayim and Mechitzas about doubling Mabach and Mechitzas. Yeah, but what follows from that is that obviously you can't have. Yeah, but what follows from that what follows from that is it must be that you can have a Rishus Hayochid in a Kamenis. Because otherwise you wouldn't be high for a different reason. Oh. Yeah? And that's what supposedly the Rabban will say. Oh, the Rabban just, they, they don't argue about the mind being about the Mechitzas, they argue because you can't have Erish Yisrael within a Kamalist. Right? So he says, but the truth is, the case of the Sela, we, we've got an easier get out, and that is because, you know what, the Rabban never said that you can't have Erish Yisrael within a Kamalist. That's not what the Rabban said. The Rabban supposedly said, a burr for Kamalist. Yeah? Even if it's a hundred deep. There's a big difference, because a burr, you don't see it. It's sort of just, especially if it's filled, depending on how murky the water is, but you can, it sort of just, it merges with the, with the, with the plane. Whereas if you've got something jutting out, jutting out of the sea, that's different. That sort of stands, stands out a little bit more. So, um, because he says you're going to have to say that, because otherwise, I think I mentioned this on Friday, because otherwise, well, according to this Rambam, we don't have a Rosh Hashayochit, because the whole world is surrounded by sea. So since we're effectively just islands in the middle of uh, in the middle of the sea, we're just jutting out of the sea. But in which case, the whole of you know Great Britain, I mean, we're surrounded by water at least on some sides, in the geography. But um, all sides. Well, oh, you're right. Yeah. Anyway, so. What's the main difference between a shusayochid and a Huh? You can make a chiluk between a shusayochid in a karmelis. You can't have a shusayach in a karmelis, but you could have a shusarabim in a karmelis, perhaps. That may well be. Yeah, that may well be, but we won't have a shusayach. You wouldn't have a shusayach. It's our houses. You won't be able to. You won't be able to carry in the houses and things like that. I mean, you, you just lost the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, obviously, it's ridiculous. Have a in a yeah. You're saying once you get the shusarabim, yeah. yeah. okay. He says, obviously, the whole thing doesn't. You can't say that. He says, jutting out. Um, and then he asked from, from Svina as well um, the kits at the end of all of it what he comes out with is um, you see the C by the way you could say is different I mean at the end of it does he I think he says He, he just says that, well then in which case you should say, if you've got a mound in the middle of a carnivus, not coming out of the sea, he says that wouldn't be so nicker because it's Yabosha with Yabosha. He wants to say, it's, he understands it's only nicker because it is a solid, solid piece of ground jutting out of the water. 
So he says, in which case, if you've got it, Carmelis with a pillar there, that wouldn't be a Rishab, which is connected to Gomorrah. So he's, a, he's at a, not a loss, but he's finding this very difficult to explain what exactly is going to be the Geda according to the Ramah. And uh, at the end of it, he basically just comes out and says um, that the, the Chachmei Lunil sent this question to the Ramam, and the Ramam wrote back, Yireli Midivrechem, Sheish Besefer Shalachem Chisar and Devarim, that uh, you've obviously got a mistaken Gersa in yours. I never wrote that. The Zerunus Chasefer, Bersha Bekarmanis, Harihu Kakarmanis, Apiru Omik Mea Amar, Im Ein Bayarbo. So the Ramam just said, I mean, all of what we've just been uh, doing is basically completely, completely unnecessary because you, you've got a mistaken gear. So I never said that. So, um, Lemaise, even with that, he's not overly... But that's not no to us. In Ein he says he doesn't understand why is it not on the coin for two. Yeah? If it's not four wide, the pit, in a Carmelist, why is it a Carmelist? So the Maisa, that, that, I think he blood shred, but there are, I think possibly the Ritzvah says, because basically it's what we call that Motsa Mines Mino Veneo. And this, this comes into a different question, which I think we mentioned very briefly is, can you have a Makoim Patur in a Karmelis? It makes, it will make a very big Nafkamino if a person finds something in their pocket, on Jabas, they've come from Rosh Hashayochid, so one of the Eitzes is to leave it on a Makoim Patur. Yeah? But the problem is you've got to make sure you're putting it on a Makoim Patur. So if you're walking in a Rosh Hashayochid, it's that bit easier because Makoim Patur you can find something which is going to be less than 4 by 4 right? Um, even that, actually, we, we said was subject to Machalik, whether, whether, it's, whether it's got to be joined to the ground or even something which is disconnected from the ground. So the safest way of doing it is something which is above 10, because above 10 in Rosh Hashanah is definitely a Makoim Petur. Right, it's coming to rest in a Makoim Petur. But, um, but make sure, obviously, it is less than 4x4, because if it's above 10 and it's 4x4, then it's Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, that's very important. But in a Karmelist, it's even worse, because a Karmelist that I'll show you, you can see it here, the Rashwa held like that, um, sorry, the Rambam held like that, that you don't get a Makempator in a, in a Karmelist. Right? It just becomes a Karmelist. Yeah? Uh, in the corrected Gersa. Yeah, in the corrected Gersa. Because the Rashwa is saying, 100 deep, less than 4x4, four four, that's a Makempator. Why are, you talking, why are you calling it a Carmelist? The terrorist is because the Raman goes with that school of thinking that you can't get a Makempator in a Carmelist like that. So the only thing, but, so the only way to do it, therefore, is, and especially if our roads may be a Carmelist, so the, the only way to do it is, do not put it in a pit, put it on something tall above 10. Again, less than 4 by, you've got to be less than 4 by 4, otherwise you get into Rosh Hashanah. But once it's above 10, well then that's in the first Shikamara, Carmelist above 10 is a Makempator. If it's a pillar from a public utility company and it's 4x4 four four and it's got this 10 high, but it's got the 4x4, four four, but it's from a public company, does it? Can it be a Shusayoki if it belongs to that, like the electricity company? No, that, that, that is. The shul, I mean, the, the shul probably belongs to more than one person, but it's uh, still a Shusayoki. Shusayoki is defined by Mechitzas. Yeah, the, the, only, the only thing could be, I mean, Chotzer is different. Chotzer, because you've got many Rashi'as, Hayochet, opening onto it. That, that's, that, that's something else. But, um, 
if you've got, if you've got, uh, let's say that's, that's, uh, I think that, that, that would be a Rishi But, yeah, it's, it's not, not going to be of any use. So, as I said, very important. If you want to just remember what to do in Rishi the easiest thing to do is look for something which is 10 high. That's not too much of a problem, right? But less than 4 by 4. Yeah? Because once you go into the thing of less than 10 high, it's not to say that you won't find the Makom Patur, but you get into all these problems. If it's a Karmelist, according to the Raman, that's not going to be, that, that will be a Karmelist automatically. Yeah? In a Rosh you've got this, it depends on whether it's connected to the ground or it's not connected to the ground. So you, you get, you, it makes matters much more, much more complicated. Find something above 10, obviously make sure it's less than 4 by 4 then you're going to be alright. Yeah? But that's, that's basically how it comes out uh, at the end of it. Right? So in terms of answering our, our question then, well then, what's the Raya? We haven't, we haven't really got to, we haven't actually answered the question then. So what was the Raya from the Gemara? We've rejected this, pshat, this supposed Peshat in the Rambam. So you're bringing a Raya from Rabbi Shimon. What about, what about the Rabbon? Yeah? So the answer to that is going to be that here is different because it's covered by C. The C is different. When it's literally because, not because a Carmelist, you can't have a, a Rosh Hashanah It's because it's completely and utterly covered by the sea. And if it's completely and utterly covered by the sea, therefore it just becomes the Rabbon and say, in that case, and only in that case, it just merges in with the, with the Carmelist. But not because you can't have a Rosh Hashanah in the Carmelist. And if you had a pit in a field, 100%, even the Rabbon would agree. But again, not as supposedly the Rambam understood. Because you can't have a Karmelis in a, you can't have a Rosh in a Karmelis. You can have a Rosh in a Karmelis. Yeah? The reason why is because the sea, since it's just, all you see is water, you can't, probably can't even see this enclave, therefore that's, that's why it's different. But the Choladeus, water is not Mavata Mechitzas, yeah? Water is not Mavata Mechitzas, and therefore we have a ride from here that uh, water is not Mavata Mechitzas, right? Rashi still says from Rabbi Shimon. He's not phased by this from Rabbi Shimon. There are those, by the way, who suggest as well. I mean, it's, it's not on the Rashi. It must be in the Ritz the Ritz was even longer. There are those who say that Rabbi Shimon is not arguing with the Rabbonon. Right, the Rabbonon would agree with this. There are, these are, but that's more likely to be what Rashi would hold. Could you say that in the case of the sea, it's the uh, Rambam holds, uh, or Khamen would hold that it's uh, a Carmelis uh, because of uh, it's uh, not Nikka and Kisa Sanga. Well, that's the whole thing we're trying to say. The water, water does not affect that. But effect, to a certain, to a certain extent, to a certain extent, well, yes, exactly. So, to, so to a certain extent, that is that's the pshat I was just saying that the, the sea is different because it's literally just it's so so the pit is so small, covered by so much water. It just you know, the pit, obviously the sea will have that you know ups and downs and things like that. So it's not a it's different because of, yeah, effectively that's that's the uh, but the bot the bottom line is Rashi still says from Rabbi Shimon, yeah. So either you could you could sort of fetch that that's what Rashi meant as well. More likely the Rashi just holds that who says Rabban uh, disagree with Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon makes a statement. We don't know what the Rabban say to this because I think there are those who just say Rabbi Shimon's not. Rabbi Shimon's coming to make a comment. It's not. They're not. There's no machleik to say. Rabbi Shimon's adding to the Rabban. The Rabban just said your part. And Rabbi Shimon says, oh, but you should know. In this case, the Rabban told your chayav. I think there is there is such a mahalik as well. Okay, says the next Mishnah. Halfway down, Kukum Adalaf. Hazerik Arba Amis Bekaisa. Somebody who throws four Amis in a Rosh Hashanah, 
right? You throw something, it goes four amas, and it lands on a wall. Now, we are talking about on the side of a wall, very important, not the top of the wall, because if it lands on the top of the wall, then the top of the wall could be Rosh Hashayachit, it could be, depending on the dimensions. But here we're talking about it lands on the side of the wall. The side of the wall is, uh, is not a Mokham Yuchot, and therefore it becomes either Rosh Hashayachit, or Mokham Kutur. If it's below 10, then it's within the airspace of the Rosh Hashayachit, and if we consider the Chayvet to have landed in the Rosh Hashayachit. If it's above 10, then the rule is Rosh Hashayachit above 10 is and if we consider it to have landed in Makaimpatur. Again, if it's on top of the wall, then we'll start saying, well, it's landed in Rosh Hashayachit. If it's the side of the wall, the side of the wall is not considered to be a Mokaim Miyachat. It's not a, not a Choshala place. And therefore, it's just where if it lands on the side, if you just look at the airspace below. If it's below 10, it's in Rosh Hashayachit. It's landed in Rosh Hashayachit. You're going to be Chayat. It's on Daladamis. You're going to be Chayat. If it's above 10, then it's landed in the Kempatur, you're going to be part of it. And that's exactly what the Mishnah says here. If it's about 10 Tzvachim, it's like throwing in the air, in other words, you're going to be If it lands lower than 10 Tzvachim, it's like throwing on the ground, and therefore you are going to be Chayev. Somebody who throws on the ground, meaning to say, if you pick up an object, chuck it for Amis, and it comes to land on the ground, in the Rosh Hashanah, you are going to be Chayev. There's no rush on that, so moving straight into the Gemara. Ask the Gemara of a hollow knock. But wait a second, if it hits the wall, then what happens? If it hits the wall, it's going to bounce back. If it bounces back, then it's going to come to rest, well, probably quite close to you. It hasn't gone da 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 so then that's going to be the, the next mission if it goes and then it comes back. Right? So it, it's not going to come to rest on the wall. So the Gemara answers, Omer Rabbi Yechon, says, We've had this a couple of times already, that's, we're talking about a sticky cake. Okay, so therefore a person threw it, and it did go splat onto the wall, which means it did stick to the wall, and therefore you can be higher for it, coming to rest in the Rosh Hashanah. Okay? So, Omer Rav Yod, Omer Rav, so Rav Yod said B'Shem Rav, Omer Rav Yichia, that Rav Yichia said, Zorak Lamala Miyasar, what happens if you throw something above 10, V'holcha V'nocha V'chur Kolshu, and it went and it landed in a small hole in the wall above 10. In a little hole. So you may say, and therefore, it's above 10, right? Hmm. Well, the point is that this. Can we somehow say that that small hole is the Rosh Hashayachid? And if you're not Chayef for Daladam, it's going to be Chayef for transferring from Rosh Hashayachid to, uh, from Rosh to Rosh Hashayachid. Yeah? Now, how can a small hole be a Rosh Hashayachid? How does that one work? So the Gemara says, We come to the Machlekes Rabbi Meir and the Rabbonon in Hilchus Mezuzah. Right? That, um, what's that? That, I'll just explain it outside first of all, that we know it's actually very uh, pertinent Mahalacha if a person's got an arch. That's actually what the Machlekes is. If you've got an arched doorway. Now the Halacha is for a doorway to be a Chayv in a Mezuzah, it's got to be four wide, four Tzvachim. So about... 32 centimetres, let's go to Rukhaim Noah, right? 32 centimetres, and 10 Tvachim high. 10 Tvachim high being 80 centimetres. So, for most always, you don't have a problem. The problem comes only if it's an arch. Now, if it's an arch, it may be at the bottom it's four wide, but obviously as it sort of arches, it goes up higher, it's going to go in and in and in. So, if you've got four by four by ten, you could put, take a, basically take a piece of wood, which is planker, sort of a board, which is four by four, put it in there, You'd have that, yeah, even when it's, then you're alright. The question is, what happens if it's not? Maybe at the bottom it's 4x4, four four, but at the top it's not. 
In other words, let's say, I don't know, it's got to be a minimum of three to Let's say three to up, it's four by four. But after that, it's going in and it's no longer four by four. So what do we do? So we've got this, what's called chaykken nahashlem. That as, if, it's, if it's literally your doorway is constructed of two pieces of, uh, two mezuzahs, basically, two uh, thin pieces of wood, well then there's nothing we can do for you. But if, let's say, it's like here, let's say this doorway wasn't quite the right shirim, where we say, look, you know, you've got wall surrounding it, which I theoretically could create, I could dig into the wall and create, make the, uh, the doorway bigger. That's called chaykken nahashlem. Now you don't actually have to do that, it's a virtual thing. That we say that since a person could dig into the wall and get it the right, the right dimensions, we consider it as if it's done. Right? Do we say that or do we not? So Rabbi Meir says, Chaykikin we do. The Rabbanon say, we don't. We don't, by the way. Right? We go with the Rabbanon. But that's, that's the, uh, the, the idea here. Let's, let's see that in the Gemara. So Rabbi Meir, according to Rabbi Meir, the Omar Chaykikin Nahashlim, he says when it comes to Mezuzah, we do say Chaykikin Nahashlim. So even though your doorway is not is not, uh, you know, that, that size. Don't worry, we'll say Chaykin So in which case, over here, Michayev, you're going to be Chayev. Because, yeah, it may only be a tiny hole, but remember, this wall is big enough that I could expand into it. And if I could expand into it, we consider it as if you have, and therefore I've got 4 by 4 I've got a nice area of 4 by 4 it's 10 high already. We're talking about the Ma'ala that's Rosh Hashayofit. It's like being on top of the wall. So you're going to be high for that. Whereas the Rabbanon, according to the Rabbanon, the Omri, that they said, No, we look at what you've got. If it's the right dimensions, then good. It's Chayv and Mezuzah. If not, not. So Lo Michayev, here as well, we'll say, let's look at the size of the hole. How big is the hole? Well, not big enough. It's not four by four. Therefore, you're going to be Potter. Right? That's the, uh, that's the, um, this over here is just from a mock on of Dalad by Dalad. Sorry, say again? It needs a, a place to rest of Dalad by Dalad. It does need Dalad by Dalad, but you also want to know the Rosh I'm going to come to that in a second. It depends on whether it's Mufulish as well. Yeah? So, Tani Nami Hoch, you said it's been taught in a bracelet like that. Zorak Ramalami Asor, if a person threw an object and it was above 10, the Hoch Amanoch of the Churu Kolshu, and it went and it landed in a hole which was the Kolshu. Rabbi Meir Mechayev. Rabbi Meir says Yechayev because we say Chayek Ken Nashlim. Vechachavim Poetim. Nechachavim say you are Potter. Let's just pause there. Take a look at Rashi. On the Gemara there, right? It's just over halfway down. Rabbi Meir Barabonon. Defliku B'chayek Ken Nashlim. That they argue about this rule of Chayek Ken Nashlim. The Perekamot Yuma in the first Perek of Yuma. It literally means to etchem, right? Chayek, right? To Chakiko. So to be Mashlim to complete the Shia. In the first Perek of Yuma, Ube Erevin and an Erevin. The Rabbi Meir, according to Rabbi Meir, the Amar Chikin Ashlim, we do say Chikin Ashlim. The Mokim Shiyish Kedei Lochuk, as long as there is space surrounding it that I could theoretically etch into to create my right dimensions. Hacha Chayev over here, a person would be Chayev. The Rain Achur Kiiruhu Arbo, because then we view the whole as being Dalad Dalad, and it's above ten, so it's Rosh Hashayachid, and you're going to be Chayev, right? Whereas according to the Rabbanon, who don't say Chikin Ashlim, then you're going to be part of it. It's not Dalad Dalad, so it's not going to be. Besides anything else, you don't have dollar, dollar, dollar. Okay? Now, Tosfus says, just a little bit of Chazorah here, effectively. Tosfus writes, We're talking about here a hole which goes all the way through. So, what's the Chaykikin Nahashlim? That's in order to make it 
Dava Dal Dalit. The Purish is the Perikama, as I've already explained in the first Perik. Right? Now, what, what, what did Tesis want over there? Because Tesis had a problem um, that this whole thing about Chokik and Ashlin only helps you if you've originally the, the feet at the bottom are three high. In other words, I've got an area which is four by four <coughs> by three high. If it's not, then there's nothing to even start. You don't start with Chokik and Ashlin. So if you imagine I've got a tiny little hole, well, why should I say Chokikin and Hashem? What, to suddenly make it into a massive hole? Why should I do that? So rather, Tosu said, we're talking about that it's, it's mafurush, it's a, it's a hole which goes all the way through, like a keyhole, effectively. But on one side, on the side of the Rosh Hashayofid, it's four, by, it's, it's four wide. But it's not four by four all the way through. So that will be the same as the case of the mezuzah. If you, the, for the first three to fuck him up, it's four by four. No, it's four, sorry, not four. It's four wide, the doorway. After that, it starts, starts arching in, right? And you lose your four wide. That doesn't bother. According to Rabbi Meir, I can say, Right? So the hole is like a sideways pyramid. Uh, something like that, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Comes, could, comes to more of a point. triangle. Though. might not be. Yeah, no, it doesn't have to have the height. Because like it's got the height of the wall already. Yeah. Yeah? So, um... Yes, he says on the side of the Rosh Hashanah, it's four wide, but on the side of the Rosh Hashanah, it's not. So he says, in which... This is the way Tosus learns it, right? In which case, the whole... The, 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 um, this comes onto what was called Chori Rosh Hashanah. The reason why I'm just going over this is because we come out with an important halacha in a second. Is that if a person... So that comes out that the whole is Chori Rosh Hashanah, because on the side of the Rosh Hashayof, it, it is, it's a Rosh Hashayof, right? So now let's say this is Rosh Hashayof, out there is a Rosh Hashayof, on this side it's 4 by 4 it's really 4 wide. Yeah? So in which case it's called Chorei Rosh Hashayof, it's holes in the wall of the Rosh Hashayof, which people can use, and then it's got the din of Rosh Hashayof. On that side it's not yet 4 by 4 and that's where I'm throwing it from. Oh, so I say Chokikin Nashne, right? That's the discussion here, and so it's so that then goes on, okay? Now the Maisha, we would pass in that case, we don't, we don't say Chokikin Nashne. Yeah, we don't say Chokik and Ashton. Um, yeah, okay. But what you do see from that is the following. If you've got a hole that goes all the way through the door, what is the status of that? I've got a hole, like a key, um, the, uh, these ones, these, these sort of, uh, child, whatever you call them, right? The, Mortise, mortise locked up. That hole goes all the way through. Mm-hmm. Right? So, what's the status of that? It's Chori Rosh Hashayofit. Correct? It's Chori Rosh Hashayofit. If you're in Rosh Hashayofit. Nope. It's going to be Chori Rosh Hashayofit either side now. On the Rosh Hashayofit side. So, that, that's. No, so it doesn't make a difference. To be Chori Rosh Hashayofit, it's got to be, according to Tosis, it's got to be this blocked on this side. Because Tosu Tos says that if it's mafulosh all the way through, then it's posh, it's chori rosh hashayofit. The only problem is it's not daladadala, but it's coming to rest. So for that, I say chok kinashlin. Well, I don't say chok kinashlin. But what you do see is that chori rosh hashayofit is a rosh hashayofit. Uh, sorry, obviously it is. 
uh, a hole which is all the way through has the din of Chorei Roshasayofit. Now what problem does that cause? That means, so all those people who come with their Shabbos belts, they take, take the... Huh? Oh, we'll come, we can't come to that in a second. Okay, it's not, it's not a... But where are you putting it into? So you can't... You can't it's a Chorei Roshasayofit. This is Dime Bison in the Shabbos Melchazir's Chod points this out. You've got a problem. Because that means I take, take the belts off, put it into the door, no problem, because I'm, you know, I'm not moving anywhere. But you've just taken that belt, I don't know, whatever you're standing in. If your front garden is a Rosh Hashanah, then you're fine. But if you're, which is why a lot of people, they try and build something around it. But if your front garden is not a Rosh Hashanah, well then you've got a problem, because you're moving either from a Kavadis into a Rosh Hashanah, or, or from a, um, even worse, it could be potentially, it's unlikely, but it could be a Rosh Hashanah, into a Rosh Hashanah. Yeah? So, um, according, yeah, right? Because there are opinions that disagree with this. They say that, uh, you know, more, more like you're saying, but that's, that's the way, that's the way it is brought down. See if you see it. The Mishra Brewer brings down on this. Some holes and a black one. Yeah, like that. yeah so we discussed, we discussed the black, whether that even helps. Because it's not it's not a fixture there. I mean, it does move. But yeah, it could be. Sure, it moves here. Huh? Yes, sure, it moves. So the question is, does that help or does that not help? I don't know. It could be because he suggests he says the eta is before Shabbos block up this side, put something across it. So whether that flap, you know, you got those things which move, you know, over like a what do you, what do you call it, mortar slots? Whatever you call it, right? That's a, so that that flap, that metal piece. So maybe that helps. I suppose if you put a piece of tape across and it definitely helps, yeah, then that's clear it helps. But if it's not, but I don't know. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. So yeah? it's not this tariff for the inside. That's why it helps. No. Yeah, because you blocked up the hole on the inside. Then it, then it becomes Kori Rishasarabin. It becomes holes of Rishasarabin. Because the hole is only on the side of the Rishasarabin, or Kamen, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. And we pass in that robber. Kori Rishasarabin is love Kori Rishasarabin Dom. It's not like the Rishasarabin. So what is it? Well, whatever the hole is. Well, it's a tiny hole. We don't see a chokik in the hashdin. So it's effectively, it's going to be a makom patur. So in which case, then you're all right. Because you're putting from a karmadis, whatever you want to call it, into a makom patur. Yeah? Now you may say, in which case it's going to be the same as the, uh, the top lock, by the way, right? <coughs> the top lock is going to be, um, probably it's above 10 as it happens anyway, right? So in which case it'll be a makom patur because of the height. But that hole does not go all the way through, as far as I'm aware. You can't do it from either side, but I don't think it's that there's a mechanism in, the, in between. So in which case, there, you're definitely going into a Macomb Patur. Yeah? So the only problem you've got there is, it's a different problem, that is, so what am I doing? Think about it. Let's, let's say for a second from Rosh Hashanah. Yeah? What am I doing? I'm going from Rosh Hashanah. Let's just say for a second, I'm standing in Rosh Hashanah. I take off my key, put it into the hole. That's all right. Rosh Hashanah is Correct? Then what do I do? Open the door, and then what? I push the door in slightly. So now I'm putting the key from Makom Pitur into a Rishasayofit. Now we learned you can't do that. You can't go Rishasayofit to Makom Pitur to Rishasayofit. Right? Adorabon. Yeah, is that clear? What was, what, why, how can you get the key all the way through anyway? Instead, it gets becomes. Um... No, because it goes under underneath the the, uh, the lintel here. Uh-huh. Once it goes in, it's debatable. We said that's very debatable whether, whether that's whether that's actually going to Rishasayofit. But this, this is what this is what Dime Vice takes on. Right? Mm-hmm. So therefore, so 
So he says, that's not a problem. He gets around that because he says, we can be mitzahed to Durabon. So, what is that? This whole thing of not being able to go from Rosh Hashanah to Mekom to Rosh Hashanah is an Esad But remember, if you, as long as you don't let go of it, you've got another, another Durabon, and that is something which you're holding on to. If I take... Now this with these locks, by the way, over here. That was part of the shayda here. That that lock hangs out into the shulam, and you open the gates. If you unlock it, and so that lock goes back, and it could be its bottom to the door anyway. But if you hold onto something, and you you're standing in the rishasayachov, and you drop it into the rishasayachov, but you're still holding onto it, right? It's like the case of a person's reading from a sefer. A sefer's in a scroll. And it unrolls, right? It rolls off out into the whether you can roll it back. So it depends how far, how far it's fallen. Because as long as it's attached to him, it's only an Isidrabonon. So he says, as long as you hold on to the key, it's also an Isidrabonon as you put it, push the door open. So his Eitzah is, this is the way Dian Weiss um, puts it, and you just got to hope that somebody's, uh, somebody's there. And that is that you take off the key, put it into the door. Open it, hold on to it, you can push the door right open, he's not bothered. And then just call out, somebody, can somebody please come and open the door now? Right? Or put the door on the latch, without letting go of it, then close the door, take the key back out, put it back on, and then you go in, if somebody opens the door, if, uh, or if it's on the latch. Because then the key, never, you always have two drawbombs. The minute you open the door, the key's not considered like a center of Shusarat, no, It is. It doesn't matter because you're holding on to it. And it's come from a So why don't you just pull the key out? You're holding on to the key, you open the door, and why not uh, pull the key out? Because then you've just taken it from Shusarat to Shusarat, and that's about the worst you're thing. Uh, from, sorry, from the, uh, yeah, Shusarat to Shusarat, that's about the worst thing you could do. Uh, yeah, but you said you're, if you're holding on to it, it's okay. It's you're holding on to it the whole time. Well, needs help from holding on to it. So that's, that's, that's still awesome to Yeah, and there's two issues of Makes it easier. What do you mean it's two issues of No, it's not. It's one. No, there's no two. You, the way you just described it, you've just done it from Rosh Hashayach to Rosh Hashayach. It's one, one Right. Okay, so when, how is it? Is it Makam Sorry? You said there was, it was a Makam in between. Yeah, so. before you opened the door. Then the hole, the keyhole, is a Mekhem But not when it's inside the Rosh Hashayachot. Alright, so if you, don't, if you don't get Inside so the Rosh Hashayachot, you don't have a Mekhem You don't start saying you're, all your chafets are inside the Rosh Hashayachot and Mekhem and it's part of the Rosh Hashayachot. So, when you put the key into the keyhole, it's a Mekhem Yes. Why? Because it's... That's the upper one you're talking about. Because it's Chori Yeah, the upper one. Or the lower one, I'm not sure. The upper one. For the time being, the upper one. Right. So, if you take the key out, well, it's open the, the, the thing, but it's not... You haven't... It hasn't gone into the Rosh It's only still part... It's still partly out and up. Well, you see, this this is the problem. You see, if you take it out, if you take it out before it goes into the Rosh Hashayach, then you probably haven't opened your door. In which case, you'll be standing there for the rest of Shabbos doing this, right? And if you if you do open the door, then it's gone into the Rosh Hashayach. Only partially. Doesn't matter. Ah, it does. It could clean. Huh? You're holding on to it. It's partially. Still good. Ah, that's it. There's the head. 
Maybe. The truth is probably not, by the way, because your key is probably gone. I mean, you only had that much sticking out anyway. Most of it was already inside the hole. So, and especially if you're planning on, on a, you know, doing the latch, you know, unless your hand is... Well, it's an extent. No, actually, the key is, is still on your belt. It's an extended key. Do you want to look at it as one, one key? Well, that, that comes back. Okay, if you're going to look at it as part of the belt, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Eget Kli, though, is still going to be awesome in the Rabbanon, I have a feeling. Oh, that's all right. You're saying it's... Uh, okay. You've got lots of Rabbanons. Okay, it's excellent. Make, make, you, can, you can add on another Rabbanon. It won't help you on the way back, though. You can't just... You can't yank it out. As long as it hasn't gone fully into the Rishas it's still... It's partly in the outer domain. So, um... So why can't you? Yes, you can yank it out. If you did it like that, on the way... Hold on one second. It's a bit dodgy. Don't waste it. No, you could. You may be able to add, add another job on it, but it, that, that's that's the way he puts it. You do it right in. <laughs> so for the lower thing, he says, do the same, right? For the lower thing, but just block it up. Yeah. yeah right now, if you want to just hit where where the Mr. Brewer, but I mean not keys, but he does. So you can't take it out because we need to lock the door at night time. So it's no good taking it out. It's not a good answer. This answer, by the way, of, of uh, calling somebody, then you wouldn't be bothering to take your key if you had somebody on the other side. <laughs> it's not very practical. What is? Because you, know, you just put it on the latch. He says, call somebody or put it on the latch. Put it on the latch. It's no, a very simple you to put your hand, your hand in. You huh? To, so you have to get your hand in. Well, yeah, but you can open the door as far as you want. You can coin to him. I mean, you know, he's not going with egg as clear like you're talking about, right? So you can push the door wide open. You can even walk in. Oh, no, you can't actually. You don't want to do that. Right. Okay. So what's, what's the problem? All right. So you're going to be able to twist your arm around. Yeah. What's, what's, what's your other answer? You're not going to do that. So you're going to do what everyone does. Keep the key on, right? And you do like this. And right, hang from the door, Right. Yeah? Well, it, so as they pointed out in Ur Shabbos, you probably, uh, you're no longer wearing the belt, effectively. Yeah. Why do you have to have so many locks just once enough? <laughs> huh? Once enough, surely. You're right, just get a num- you know, number lock, you wouldn't have this problem. You no, just, I mean, or, you, or you could just do like we do, just leave the door open. You're only going for an hour or two, you know, you don't have to turn the place into four locks. What? You're only going. You're only going up for an hour to show or whatever to to us. Uh, yeah, so he, yeah, he's worried about that's security. The Norman need this. <laughs> that's all they need. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Does it make any but, difference if uh, the door of the house opens inwards or outwards? Uh, yes. If it opens outwards, you'd be much. Yeah, you'd be much better off. We were, I think we went through this at the time. Coming back now, yeah. Your your door opens outwards. So you're all right. But you also you're surrounded by rooms to say off it anyway. So you're. Source on all sides. No, but it's just the principle. If the door opens outwards. Yeah, yeah. Look, most people front door, the door, they're not going to have that. Like your front front door goes inwards, right? So look, um, in Gateshead, where well, they don't have all the lay rooms and they have the real wishes <laughs> rubbings, I suppose. And they're not really the carpenters, but anyway, they would have the the key attached on a string uh, inside, and they'd get put the, pull the key out through the letter box and. Uh, no. Open it from the outside and no. the key back in. No. I, I can't tell you what they do. I can tell you, I can, I can tell you what Rabbi Falk says. Right? Falk, uh, Falk goes with the thing of as long as it's attached to the belt, you're all right. 
he says, he, he says, do not take, he says, you've got two eitzes. One eitzer is to take the belt off, yeah, take the belt off, put it into the, only the top lock, the bottom lock you can't do this with, because it's chorirish hasayachit. Yeah? So you're, with the top lock, open it, just push it in very slightly, because this is what we went through, that's not gone into hasayachit yet. Not because of what you, what you were saying, it's because that lintel, yeah, as long as the door hasn't moved, or where the key is, hasn't moved beyond that, it's still considered to be, it hasn't gone into hasayachit. Yeah? Now, Elf Shabbos, they don't like that, but I think at the time we sided with that. We said that that, that was correct because what, their riots weren't, weren't riots connected to this. Right? It had to do with how much you open the door. Right? They, they brought it from Gaein but we know that's Raya Falk because I already knew that Raya Falk is the one who says this. Right? Yeah? He says with the top lock, open it slightly. Yeah? Put it in. Open it. And just a tiny bit. So they were getting worried about how much you're opening it. But we said if you're only opening it a tiny bit, there's no Raya connected to that. That would seem to be all right. Yeah? The problem is that is what, what are you going to do with the bottom lock? Yeah? There you can't. So you said, okay, just keep it on. That's the other way of doing it. Now that they, ha- they did have a problem with, and that, I, again, we're sort of just being, sort of, uh, sort of being machri on that one. I think they're right on that one. And that is, they said that a belt, the only reason, the only reason you're allowed to uh, wear a belt on Shabbos in the Rosh Hashanah is because it's a belt. Once it's hanging off, if you've got a belt which is sort of, again, not attached to your trousers or whatever or something like that, we're talking about something which is, because remember we said a, a coat belt, so you don't have to wear it down up. Um, it's not acting as a belt anymore. So if you're stretching it like this, well then, it's not necessarily acting as a belt anymore. It's not holding your trousers up or whatever it's supposed to be doing. So for the bottom lock, you may be alright with that though. Because you can probably go right up to the door without stretching it too much. So that would be your eight term. And then you don't have to, you'll be able to lock it up. Uh, he won't lock it up, you will, but no. he's, he's happy with one, one lock. You can, if you're worried about the second no, lock. They come in at night. Huh? So they come in at night, they just go knock in. <laughs> yeah, you don't lock up. <laughs> but, um, no, I'm, ha- uh, look, you're happy I'm, with that. I'm, I'm happy because I just use, um, on my belt, I've only got the key for the top lock, actually. Uh, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, the eta is the eta is. You just you can take it off. You don't have to be left hanging uh, by the door. I'm on the air as well, by the way. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's on tape. Uh, no, but I'm, I'm now a bit worried if I if I'm coming to shul and I'm opening up this uh, this uh, um, what the number lock uh, the, the padlock the thing. So uh, what are you saying? You've got to. What are you worried about now? Hold, hold. Can you say for <laughs> I've got to hold it. Well, I've got to. I, I, I uh, release no. the thing. I've got to hold it and drop it on the other side. Or no, you just open it and you can do what you want. Quite frankly, you don't I, have to stand. I, you don't have to stand I, the press of the shoulders holding outside. No. Throw it into the. Just say off it from the. No, you just let go of it. Just let go of it. What, what are you worried about? It's, it's attached to the door. It's part of the door. You're allowed to open a door on shoulders. Right, right. It's tight. You don't have to say, but the door's going into a shusayachid. It's part. No, of, it's no, part no. of the door. It's attached there. It's. Uh, it's not supposed to be. Can't being taken off. Yeah. yeah okay. It's like this key on the string. Business. Okay. Okay. okay so you're yeah. all right on, on on that side of it as well. Okay. okay. Uh, Mr. Brokerdine, I will read to you tomorrow then. Yeah. Okay.